0: Good morning. It is time to get up with big news from Big D. Dak was whack, but he'll be back to lead the attack. Will the boys catch flack after the owner talked smack? Meanwhile, could we see a Rodgers reunion? Wait until you see who's lobbying to bring Aaron to a new place with an old familiar face. And then... Not everyone sees this the way you do. A dissenting word on the guy pretty much everyone says was the greatest of all time. All that and a whole lot more as we get up with you on this Thursday. Let's roll. We are ready to go.
1: Thursday for me.
0: They're just cheering for you, Bartholomew Scott. They're excited to see you. D-Wood ready to go. (laughs) Graziano's breaking stories left and right. We've got tons of football to get to, but we begin with one of the great stars in American sports, Stephen Curry, with a crazy night last night. Warriors, their road woes, would they continue? In Minnesota, wait till you see this ending. First off, late second quarter, Steph, oh, he puts the defender on skates. He had 21 at the break, Warriors up six, now we're final seconds of the first half. Steph again, by his standards, that's a good look. 29 points for the night for Steph and the Warriors have a 9-point halftime lead. Then they extend it! in the fourth quarter. Warriors by 12. Now it's Draymond. Now they're up 14. He had 10 points in 12 boards, but D'Angelo Russell wasn't going away. Knocks that down. He had 29. And here comes Nas Reed. He had 24 in the game. And don't look now. The Timberwolves have taken the lead in the final two minutes. 10 seconds left. Tied at 110. Steph, for the win. Can you believe he missed that? I can't. No, No good. We're going to overtime. In the OT, Timberwolves by three. Anthony Edwards. Kid is tough. He's big time. 27. The Timberwolves up five. 40 seconds left. Warriors down three again. Steph, no good. And the Warriors would lose again. Again, they had a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter, and they lose. To Minnesota in the overtime with Steph struggling in the second half in the OT. Just three of 13 after the break without a single three. The 10 missed field goals in the second half tied for the most he's had in a game all year long. So a tough night for the Warriors. They just can't win on the road. Vince Carter will offer his thoughts a little later in this hour. Now to the NFL, the Cowboys and Jerry Jones confirming what we suspected that Mike McCarthy will be calling the plays for Dallas next year. Speaking to reporters from the Senior Bowl, Jones said this move will help Dak Prescott who struggled with interceptions this past year. Here's Jerry.
2: I'm still very strong, not still, I'm very strong on Dak. This whole thing reflects the upside that I feel in Dak. The fact that we're doing this, Mike's calling the plays, this has everything to do with the positiveness around Dak. It's building around Dak. Do you
3: address Dak's deal now? I mean, with the number, I know we talked before that it's something that you would look at or could look at. Yeah,
4: I think you can look at it, absolutely. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, do we do it or not? I mean, it takes two, two parties to talk. The bigger thing for us is Dak's gonna be our guy for the next, hopefully, 10 years.
5: Mm.
0: There's your headline. Dak's going to be our guy for the next 10 years. And so, Dan Graziano, as a reporter, this is something that I'm sure you would agree with. It's something that I've learned over the many years. In sports, pay no attention to what they say. Just look at what they do. Oh, yeah. So when he says Dak's going to be our guy going forward into the future, what they do potentially in the next few
3: weeks will go a long way towards determining if they really mean that. It's like all the presidents men. follow the money. Right? right? That—that's that, it. So he's he's signed for two more years. Uh, one year has guaranteed money this year. The next year does not. His cap number this year is forty-nine million dollars. Mm. Forty-nine point one. So they would like to lower that. There are two ways they can do it. One is to give him an an extension that would lower it and and lock him in for several years. The other would be to restructure it. They have two void years in the contract after 2024. You could dump some of the money into that, just sort of delay the cap hit. If they did that, that would tell you they're a little uncertain, right? They want to keep him for the next couple years, but maybe not commit long-term. If they extend him, they're committing long-term. If they do nothing and they carry that $49 million cap hit this year, then you'll know he's playing for his job.
0: And so that is the circumstance in Dallas, Damian Woody. I'm making your dream come true. I'm making you the owner of the Dallas Cowboys Ooh, as gotcha. of right now. Ooh. You're the one I'm making this decision. Are you doing what Dan's talking? Extension, pay him. Dak's my guy going forward for the next five, six years. No questions asked. Are you
1: doing it? After the worst season that he's had in his pro career, I'm not doing that right now. We got, the, we got, we got the the the. The head coach who's now the play caller, you got mm-hmm. red off coordinator. Mm-hmm. The quarterback's coming off the worst year he's had in his pro career. Why am again, from bit why am I doing an extension right now? Okay, I'm not, doing, I'm not doing that right now. I, I need to see how this whole thing is going to
0: come about. We're having a little trouble with your, with your microphone there, D. Wood, so we're going to have someone come out. We're going to get a, a microphone here to help you out. Bart, same question yeah. to you. Do you believe the Cowboys should be viewing this as, we've got our guy into the future, no ifs, ands, or
2: buts? Uh, they're going to do the extension because they need the salary cap relief because right. what they realized is that Dak is a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Right. And so now you can have this open conversation with Dak Prescott. We try to give you the lion's share of the salary cap. And this is what you've given us. We have to give ourselves options, much like they did when they realized that Dak needed help because he wasn't a guy that was Burrow or Mahomes. Right. He wasn't a guy. He needs help. That's why they made the trade for Amari Cooper. I think they realized that they're going to get some salary cap relief because I think they let uh, Ezekiel Elliott go. They need to make a move to get another star opposite CeeDee Lamb. And now you can have this open conversation with Dak Prescott. If you're going to be a good quarterback, we have to put better pieces around you. The only way we can do that is if you give us a team-friendly And deal. you know what I'm going to say? If I'm Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. if you somehow put me in a position where I
0: could become open to talking to other teams, someone's going to offer me a uh, hell, of hell of a uh, lot of more course. money than you are. Of so course. why is he taking less but than that? It's
2: not less. He's going to get more money, but his annual value, you know, the same way they gave him extension and we thought, oh, Dak's locked down. Yeah. Now he's only locked down. We realize it's basically a two-year deal. Listen, the devil's in the details. There's always ways. Don't pay attention to the end number of somebody's money. Pay attention to the guarantees. I'm saying in a world in which I've got people openly speculating that Daniel Jones is going to get a contract that's worth between
0: 40 and $50 million a year, if I'm Dak Prescott, Dan Graziano, why would I take anything less than that?
3: Right, and he wouldn't. And and if you remember, which I'm sure you do, when we used to talk about the Dak Prescott extension before it was done, <laughs> right. uh, the, the issue was he wanted the shorter deal and they wanted the longer deal, right? Because that helps them allocate salary cap money. Yes, This is why he wanted it. He's in a good position right now. They either have to extend him or they have he gets to look at possibly being a free agent sometime soon. So that's that they did this deal and they structured it the way they did with an eye toward eventually extending him this off season. So they effectively got their longer term deal yeah. and he got some de, some degree of cost uh saying how much he's going to make.
2: But he did he didn't he didn't really close the deal. He didn't play at an elite level. Well, right? Right. And 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 the, the the reality is, you know, Mike McCarthy calling the plays, he's run out of people to fire. And it's funny that Dan Quinn quickly shut down head coaching rumors because he sees an opportunity that if Mike McCarthy fails next year, he's going to be the next head coach of the Cowboys, and he may want to decide to start over and get his own quarterback. He
3: may, but, but the reason, like you say, Dak didn't close the deal. This is why he did a good deal, right? Like, yeah, he's, still, he's still in a he had, position of even he, though he didn't play to the absolute top. Here's of what the bottom was.
0: line, a, a D. Wood, because it's one thing to say Dak didn't play great, which he clearly did not. It's another thing to say, I can name 10 guys I'd rather have as my quarterback in the NFL. I'm not sure that it's easy to do that, D. Wood.
1: Dak still has all the still has all the leverage. All of it, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, if Dak hits pre, his free free agency right now, teams would would fall over yeah. themselves to go get Dak really Prescott. They, oh, oh yeah, they're going to get They're going to get him fifty million dollars. Uh, I, I think I don't, so. Yeah. Okay, close to it. so they if Daniel Jones is going to get about forty, you don't think Dak will get fifty? Okay. Listen, in this market, listen. What look look what
2: Dallas did with them? What did they do? What did they accomplish? It Absolutely nothing. It and at matter, some point, you got to say, matter. and you're looking at a guy like Brock Purdy that 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 almost it probably barn injury could have been representing the but, the NFC in the Super Bowl but t- i'm not saying I don't
3: look at it like that. They
2: don't the look Niners, at it. Okay. That,
3: Purdy was the Niners' third choice of quarterback this I, year. They I, ended up I, having I, to start. They got I understand lucky. that, but yeah. it's some
2: teams to have a philosophy that you can win with a quarterback on a rookie deal yeah. and get better players around him, a la Jalen Hurts, right? You know, a la Brock Purdy, right? You can do that, and some people believe that if you put all your money into a quarterback, your your degree for difficulty and and, and mistakes are are nil because now you don't have the depth. Okay. So we see, like you heard Michael Parsons, hey everybody that left in the, in the, in the playoffs, or I got guys on rookie deals. Right. Now, I understand that you can do a lot worse than Dak Prescott, but you also can decide to build behind a defense, a run game, and a lot of good players because now you can depend on having depth. Go ahead, D-Wood.
1: I'm going to say this. The reality is I would say two-thirds. so
2: little in your hand? Well, it,
1: it, that's just what it is. Now, I would say the reality is like two-thirds of the league don't have a quarterback. Right. And so, the, you know, at the end of the day, what regards what you think of Dak Prescott, okay, it's all about leverage, okay. You know, it's it's supply and demand. You're there's not many there's not many, deal like there's not many. there's not many. There's not many quarterbacks right. out here.
3: If he can't scare the Cowboys okay. into extending him, right, then he can scare somebody else. Like, yeah, exactly. Like right, but the, I get
2: I get nervous. Right, the cautionary tale is looking at a guy like Russell Wilson. Right, yeah. You start to slow down, and you start to lose your ability to make people miss in the pocket, which. Dak is a guy that's injured. He's getting older. That happens. You get stuck with one of those deals, you are handicapping your organization. But very few teams are going to be willing to do what
3: Seattle did and say, we don't think this is a $50 million a year player, so we're going to get rid of him and try something else at lower cost. That, That may be what they should do, but very few teams are operating. You're right.
0: And if you really step back and think about it, look how well it worked out for Seattle. I mean, yeah. Seattle wound up in the playoffs looked, while Denver was busy how firing much the coach before the, had, the season. Right. Yes. right. And, and they've got, they got the draft picks, and they've got everything <laughs> <Right. out> else. <there. laughs> right. Look, that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. The, the bottom line of it is this. It's pretty simple. And look, when you, it's funny what you say. Do you remember when we used to talk about Dak is that we don't talk about Dak every single day because <laughs> it's a fascinating situation. I think it is reasonable to say that as of this moment, both the coach and the coach, and the quarterback, regardless of what the owners are saying, the coach and the quarterback will most likely will both be playing for their jobs or working for their jobs th- this okay.
2: season in Dallas. Right, so you're saying, right, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. Mike McCarthy gets fired next year, you're going to be looking for a new head coach. Right. Who's to say, so you're saying that that head coach doesn't have an option to get his quarterback? You have to start structure it where if you decide to make a move, that, court, that, that coach has an option. The reason why I believe Miko Ryan didn't take that job is because he didn't want to get handy, handicapped and stuck with Russell Wilson. And if you look at their body types, you look at their, their game, it's eerily similar that that can be Dak Prescott's future.
3: That's interesting, yeah. Houston might be a better
2: job because you can pick your quarterback. And they fired three black quarterbacks, two black coaches in a row. Demi Ryan was like, I'd rather go there than go to Denver.
0: Anytime you say aloud the words Houston might be a better job, you know we've entered a very strange territory. Uh, Speaking of Cowboys coaches and people who aren't, Sean Payton isn't. Very notably, he's now headed to Denver. Can he resurrect Russell and take the Broncos back to the bowl? We'll talk about that. Plus, Aaron Rodgers, could he reunite with one of his favorite targets? You have to see what was tweeted overnight, and more importantly, who tweeted it. We'll do all that and more, and maybe D-Wood will do a little Barry White for
1: us. That's looking good. You'll never find We'll be right back. Look at him. I might bust a nose.
4: (laughs)
0: for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals.
2: We're back on Get Up and let's do some overseason, season, uh, off-season,
0: excuse me, overreactions. <laughs> as Dan Graziano, I'm gonna say something that I think people are generally yeah. saying, and you tell me if that something is an overreaction. So if I were to say they had two first-round picks, they got a young quarterback, the Eagles are going to be the first team to repeat as NFC East
3: champs in practically two decades. Yeah. Would that be an overreaction? Yeah, it's an overreaction. That's not a coincidence. No, there's never a repeat champion in the NFC East. Look, I love what the Eagles do and I love where they're they're sitting. There's no logical reason to think that they won't win the division again next year. But the 18-year streak of no-repeat champions in the NFC East defies logic. <laughs> Carson Wentz forgot how to play football. And here year, the Eagles should have won that division easily. And Washington won it with a sub-500 record. No, I, I think the one thing we know for sure about next year is that someone else will win the NFC East. He goes, he sticks by it every year. Well, let's go to New I,
0: England. If people are saying Mac Jones is going to get the Patriots back in the playoffs now that he has Bill O'Brien
3: yeah. as his offensive coordinator, is that an overreaction? It's not an overreaction. I think O'Brien will, will get things under control there. And, and, and put back in the system that Mac played to some extent the system Mac played in his rookie year and, and I think they'll be better and they weren't that far out of the playoffs this year and there's 17th per <laughs> conference so yeah I, I think that's not an overreaction right, and then give you the, let me give you the last one uh, Bart was dying to jump in on that but let, let me get to
0: something else because I think that Bart disagrees <laughs> the Broncos yeah they finally hire the guy you know they get Sean Payton the last season was a disaster yeah If I say the Broncos are gonna make the playoffs next year with Sean as their coach, is that an overreaction?
3: No, it's not an overreaction. They'll have a chance to do it. I mean, look, there's got to be something left in Russell Wilson, like it can't be. (laughs) He couldn't have just gone off that level of cliff all of a sudden. I think you know. I think with Peyton, you know, the game day operation is going to be a lot smoother. I I, I think the Broncos are in position to to make a playoff uh, run at the playoffs next year.
0: Look, there's no way to imagine things going worse next right. year than they went this year. Exactly. Maybe they got all that out of their system. Maybe. So
3: people are. This is the way people
2: are framing the question, Barton. I'll frame okay. it to you. Can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? I mean, I think he can improve Russell Wilson. He can try and highlight his strengths. Can he make him a guy who's worth a quarter of a billion dollars? Russell no, Wilson's supposed no, to be on a, no, on, a no, on a fast-moving no. train to the Hall of Fame. No, no, he was no. supposed to be the answer to put that team in the Super Bowl. Can Sean Payton make him that? No, I think he can. what he can do is he can control him and contain him. You see that right there? When you start losing that short area quickness, his ability. Remember, he was never the most athletic guy. He's built like Chris Paul. So he's always been like a, a guy that was kind of a thicker quarterback. You know, not really, but he always had the ability to, to cook. And he was always able to do that because he was able to make rushers elude. When you start losing your short area quickness, and it happens to us all, then you know, when you start losing that, then you're not the same quarterback because now you can't make those off-schedule plays. He's almost like a, a lame duck sitting in the pocket, and I see him slowing down. And once you slow down like that, he's lost what made him special and unique.
0: Look, we all think of Sean Payton as combined with Drew Brees, right? You're connected to Drew Brees because of all the success they had together over the years. Uh, both uh, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson have one obvious thing in common. They're Neither short. one of them are that tall. But and that's where the similarities end, right? I mean, uh, uh, Drew Brees was the definition of quick drop, get the ball out quickly, all that kind of stuff. That's not what Russell Wilson does. Is that what he can teach Russell Wilson to do? Or are they going to have to run a totally different offense? Well,
1: first of all, he's going to have Russell Wilson ha- hang up his apron. Okay, all this cook, uh, you know, the cook. <laughs> we're going to hang that up. We're okay, not doing it We're not. We're not letting you do the cooking right sushi. now. I think here's the thing that was very interesting. Uh, about the Sean Payton's situation, he talked about when he spoke, he talked about the running game. Okay? That's a big part of this equation. Remember, as much as we talk about Drew Brees down in New Orleans, New Orleans actually had a running game during Drew Brees' yes. tenure down in New Orleans. Sure. So I think a big part of this equation, how you make Russ better, sometimes less is, is, less is, is more. And so that's where a guy like Javante Williams, who had the injury, he's going to be a big part of this equation of making Russ actually a better quarterback by throwing the ball less. Yeah. Remember, in Seattle, when was Russell Wilson at his best? When he had Legion of Boom and when he had Marshawn Lynch. That's when he was at his best. That, to me, is going to be the formula in Denver. I'm with you, but here's the problem with that. You're paying the man to, to <laughs>
0: right. be Patrick Mahomes. You're paying him to no. be the guy who carries you on his back. You can't hang up the apron of a guy who's one of the greatest <laughs> chefs. You're paying him to be jean Do you, you want to win? win? Do you want to win?
1: I want to win.
3: Do you want to win? Of course. Okay. But you, you have to heed the lesson of this past season, which is that he's not that guy. Right. So, like, the, the money's the money. you got to pay him. Right. So, right. what do you do? The the trick is to find a way to get him to play within structure, which has been an issue for him. Right. Now it's Sean Payton is going to impose structure, and Russell Wilson is probably going to have more respect for Payton than he did for his last coach. So, can that work? We don't know, but that's their only chance. I don't think what you're talking about is on the table. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not suggesting
0: it's no, no, on I, the I, table, listen. except
3: that you know you're paying the guy listen. to be one thing, and now you're telling me
0: he's going to be something else. Go, Bart. The team owner owns Walmart,
4: man.
2: Right. Yeah, this that. dude had more mo- He has more money he probably than any other money. owner. What I'm talking about is John. Hart- I me, mean, Harbaugh didn't want it. D'Amico Ryan didn't want it. Right, because I think they recognize that you're going to be hamstringed. You're going to be you're going to be locked down with a quarterback with your future. Yeah. Right. Sean Payton was the third choice, and they're they're paying a hefty price. Right. They're giving up a first round draft pick, their ability to build their football team. Listen, we talk all the stuff that he did for Drew Brees. Drew Brees was 26 years old. Yeah. This is a different quarterback. He is That's not the same quarterback. Look at that, that he graphic was. for a second. That is the biggest outside That's of the Herschel Walker trade. This is the biggest. Robbery. I feel like I'm watching White Man Can't Jump and Raymond come back talking about he going to the car get his gun, shoot <laughs> everybody. D. What? Here's the bottom line. I mean, it's
0: one thing to say it's the biggest robbery in sports. It's, it's one thing for the Rams to say forget them picks when you're sort of on the doorstep of a Super Bowl and you wind up winning one. It's another thing to be in forget them picks mode when you were in last place last year in mm-hmm. your division. They don't have a first round pick until like the year 3,000 <laughs> right. at this point. Right, right. So, so I mean, but but I, I want to go back to this. What you're telling me is. Mm-hmm. They need to make, and this is the, this is not as 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 uh, it's not as a pejorative a term mm-hmm. as I think sometimes you make it. They're going to make game Russell game Wilson game. a game manager. Yep. That's what you're telling me. You're uh, going to pay a guy a quarter of a billion dollars, and you're going to say we want you to be a game manager.
1: I think you know. I think it's a, a glorified term. I think when you look at again, I go back to when Russell Wilson was at his best. Look at right. that, no swear. When he was at his best. Was when he had a running game, yeah, and he put and yeah. when the and when the Seattle Seahawks but, played very good defense, okay, Russell Wilson. That's when he was at his best, and so I think Sean Payton's gonna come in, and and first of all, you got people gotta remember Sean Payton. Sean uh, Sean Payton is a disciple of Bill Parcells. Right, yeah. he's gonna come in. All that nonsense that we heard about in Denver, the the you know the yeah. offense. That's out the door. All of that's gonna be out the door, and I think he's gonna implement what he did. Down in New Orleans, he's going to have the control passing game. But the running game and playing good defense, that's going to be the winning form. So much, Qu- so, much, so
2: much faith in Sean Payton, man. This dude is the same guy as Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And, he, and we continue to think he's going to work miracle with an aging quarterback and you're hamstrung with no picks to build your football team to get young. Super it's not quick.
3: game manager. It's figure out what he can do within your system and make sure that's all he does, right? <laughs> and he doesn't do any freelancing. That's the trick. <laughs> all right, we'll leave it there for this. it would be fascinating. Meanwhile, we got a good weekend coming up. we got the
0: reimagined Pro Bowl coming along. Las Vegas looking forward to this. We got the skills competition tonight. 7 Eastern on ESPN, highlighted by another epic dodgeball game. Then you got the final four events Sunday, starting at 3 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus, and Disney XD. Should be fun to watch. All right, as we continue, could we see a Rogers reunion? Wait till you see who's lobbying to bring him to a new place with an old familiar face. You'll hear it. Plus, you see what Micah Parsons had to say? Is it okay for him to be rooting for the Eagles in the Super Bowl? I can't wait to hear from Bartholomew and D. Wood on this as we continue. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. All nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. 10 seconds
6: on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify?
0: We are back on Get Up, and obviously uh, all of the news yesterday was about Tom Brady. Now, with him in retirement, Aaron Rodgers is the NFL's oldest starting quarterback. And our Adam Schefter is reporting that a Rodgers trade remains an option, and league sources believe the Packers prefer to move on from him. Mm. Rodgers was talking about it with McAfee Tuesday. Listen.
3: So, how do you see this going? You you have to figure out what you want to do, and then your first call is to the Packers, and then you let them know what you're thinking, and then they said that we'll let you know what we're thinking, and then that's kind of how the whole
4: process will unfold. You think?
2: I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. It's going to be a little bit more time for my decision, and you know, I feel confident that in a couple of weeks I'll feel definitely more strongly about one of the two decisions.
0: <laughs> so here we go. So there are already conversations going on without him, without me, mm. which are interesting. How, how dare you? How, how, <laughs> how, how dare you speak in my absence? Mm. Um, and again, we will not speak ill of Aaron Rogers on the show. Cause I've already, he is already my quarterback. We love you, Aaron. And we'll we want you desperately, ball. but let's all kidding aside. Did that sound like a person who in his own mind recognizes exactly what Shefty is talking about. One way or another, I'm,
2: I'm out of here. I'm, I'm not going to be a Packer anymore. Well, I think he just doesn't like, even if they do decide to stay with him, I think he's so irritated by the fact that they had the audacity to have conversations about him and his future without involving him. That was supposed to be part of the deal. So I think already he's going to maybe make that decision. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. He wants him to say, hey, thank you, please leave. He's going to say, okay, they decided to get rid of me. I didn't walk away from you guys, Packer fans. Please let me. They let me go. I can't believe they let me go, even though he's like, Why were you pointing like that? Everything
3: for the last three years. Passive aggressive. It's come from him or from them about the situation is aimed at making sure the fans know it wasn't us. It wasn't me that wanted out. They wanted me out. It wasn't us that wanted Aaron gone. He wanted it. So that's going to continue to happen up until uh, the the situation resolves itself. And you're going to hear it
0: from the Packers, too. And will it resolve? itself ultimately with him no longer playing there? That's really I mean, the
3: question yeah, he's that out. matters. He's out. It's obviously possible, but I mean look, like, the Packers there are people in the Packers organization that would have liked to move on from him two or three years ago. Yes. Right? So that doesn't mean it'll happen. Like I think it's obviously possible and maybe even more likely than not that he gets traded. But there's so much noise around this situation. This is a player and a person who craves They're attention, right? and, and he's going to continue to he's going to continue to do whatever. It, and ultimately, he yeah. may end up going back to Green Bay like he did last year when we thought he was out. But I, I think everything's on the table. I think as much as he talks. He's he's pretty open and honest, but he said, like I right. think everything is on the table. I think it's possible he's back. I think it's possible he retires. Unlikely. I don't think he's going to want to he's be not, in the same not, Hall of yeah, Fame yeah, class to as Tom be Brady one. and J.J. Yeah. Watt, like and be a <laughs> yeah. background guy. But uh, and, and I think it's possible he asks for a trade and they accommodate. Not to mention the
0: fifty-eight point three million dollars, and there's that also make it unlikely yeah, he, that he will retire. Yeah. Wood, I mean, just as you listen to him, I, I you have a great way of, of reading through the what what did, as you read between the lines of him saying what he said there. What are you hearing?
1: Oh, it's like oh y'all y'all talking. About, I'm okay, let let me write that down real quick. Yeah. Let me let me just take note. Take yeah, note I like of that. To use that. Yeah, I want you use that later on yeah. when when the block gets hot. You know when, when we talk about things and everything. But listen, man, we know that Aaron Rodgers is. You know he's a guy that he, I think he cares about how people view him, how you. people look at him, yeah. and so everything is when everything he talks about is structured how people view him. And so I think in this, I think Bart is writing this. He doesn't want to be looked at as a villain. Don't he doesn't want off. to be looked at as villain. But ultimately, I feel like Aaron Rodgers not going to be there next year. I really, I really do feel that way. So I feel that, he does not. He is not going to be there next year. So uh,
0: it's no secret where I'm hoping that he winds up. But I'm not the only one lobbying for him. Someone with a much more persuasive voice, Cindy, let's put it up there. Was on Twitter last night. So this is a, an account. That says, uh, from Las Vegas locally, it's a verified account, like a Las Vegas tourism account, tweeting at Devontae Adams, which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? And Devontae Adams tweeted back, mine. Nope. Uh, Nope. What is nope? Why are you saying no? No,
2: you walked away. Listen, this is Aaron Rodgers. I'm not following you. You left me. You had an opportunity to stay with me, and you decided to move on to go play with your best friend. So how did that work out? Go play with your best friend again. Hell no. You think you want to deal with with Josh McDaniels? Nah, man. What what is this? Okay, so so we all thought there was
0: a moment in time, more than a moment, the last few weeks when the conventional wisdom was Tom Brady is going to wind up the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm -hmm. We found out yesterday morning a little after 8 o'clock Eastern time that isn't what's going to happen here. Turning their attention to Aaron Rodgers doesn't make
2: sense to you, Bart? It does, but alpha males do not follow. If, if if I left you, and like I left you high and dry, right? I left you with a bunch of young receivers. We were supposed to be homeboys. We were going to give you the money, but you said you want to go play with your best friend, and then next year your best friend sucked and got fired, <laughs> and then you're going to say, oh, I'm going to come out here with me. Hell no, you left me. Go you left right. me. I mean, go so, so, so live with your decision, damn it.
1: What do you think? How do I follow that? I don't know. (laughs) Unassailable.
0: But don't, at the end, doesn't he have to do whatever is in his best interest, which is to say it's That's one thing his not best to go interest? out of spite. Well, not, I mean, Is that the best situation for him? I'm asking you that question. No.
2: No. The with, Jets. With the, the Jets is a better situation. Because guess what? The Jets can go out and get Tunyon. Dunyon. You want Mercedes yeah. Lee- Lewis? Okay. You, yeah. We got money for back there you know, We together. don't care. We need, a, we need a backup tackle anyway. We right. need a tackle anyway. Keep talking. I give you whatever you want. And we're going to run the offense when you know you talk about Aaron Ross. He talks about the environment and how great that quarterback room was. Because right. Nathaniel Hackett... Well, you got your boy. Guess what? You can go out and you can sit in your teepee. You can you can go out there and and, and smoke um, incense, whatever the hell you do out there. swastika, yeah. whatever you're right. doing. Because yeah. you guess what? Okay. You already you already know the offense, right? Neither you of could. those. You ain't got to learn no new language.
0: I got you. Neither of those are things you smoke. But okay. Well, the point of it is this. <laughs> or inhale. He, he's in a teepee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are, are we, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, by the way, is an offensive genius. But that's a whole other side. What do you think? If you're looking, if you're Aaron, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the realistic what, possibilities, that? the NFC is <laughs> off the table. Oh, Shefty yes. said it stands to reason. They're not trading him to the Commanders. They're not They're trading not him to, to San Francisco. You know? They're not trading him to an NFC team. Jets, Raiders, there aren't all that many options
1: in the AFC. If you're him, where do you want to go? I mean, listen, We talked. he talked, you know, he talked so glowingly about Nathaniel Hackett, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like he talked, his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett was, was better than uh, Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no question about that. So, obviously, you connect the dots between if he's going to make a move from Green Bay, the first dot I'm 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 going right to My to the to the Jets it. because the coach that that I was with, that I have this relationship with, is now the offensive coordinator yeah. with the New York Jets. New what York Jets like? had, the New York Jets have has a top five defense. They got all they got young offensive weapons. Oh, the Ravens. All not lead either. Listen, all of the Jets best players on rookie deals. Right. Yeah. So like that's a. It's um, listen. I can't speak for any rod. You saw that death team look close last year. You know what they're about. W- yeah. I mean, look,
0: look. I, we, we all. I mean, I. I'm not joking. I desperately want. Yeah, to, yeah, <laughs> it's a really good. It's become a thing um, uh, on the show here. But I mean, it, it, that feels like a real possibility. Of course.
3: Yes. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Keep I mean, talking they, they about just that. don't have an answer right now, right? right? I mean, like they don't want to. I mean, they, they can say what they want about still wanting to develop Zach Wilson, and maybe they do. But that's not the guy they want to use at quarterback next year. So, it's
0: the yeah, perfect they, scenario for
2: Zach Wilson as well. It makes a lot of sense. Can
0: you say one more thing, Bart? Right before we came on the air, you made a comment to me about the day after the Super Bowl, we'll know a lot more stuff. Why is that?
2: Well, because I believe that it has to be a decision made on Derek Carr. They may try and move yeah. him because they have to make a decision. So if the Jets aren't in on Derek Carr, then that lets you know that the Jets are putting all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. Carr
3: uh, ends up, if they can't trade him, before three days after the Super Bowl, they'll probably release him,
1: yeah.
2: right?
3: So then you'll have the opportunity to sign him. You don't have to wait till March 15th to sign Derek Carr once he's released. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll know if the Jets are pursuing him uh, right away. Okay, I will be watching that very very
0: closely. I'll also be watching this. You want to see Aaron Rodgers? You can see him uh, at Pebble Beach. Uh, He and many other huge names will be playing golf at Pebble Beach in the Pro-Am. The action starts today, 1130 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus, with four different live feeds. We'll have coverage all the way through Sunday's final round, always uh, one of the most uh, breathtakingly gorgeous events of the entire year there at Pebble Beach. All right, as we continue, bye-bye Brady. D Wood and Bart both have stories to tell, one as a teammate, the other as an arch rival. We will talk about the GOAT as we roll on, plus some basketball, a Brooklyn beatdown in Boston last night. Celtics dominate, but will that change once KD returns? Can the Nets make a deep run in this year's playoffs? Oh well, we're going to the hoop with the great Vince Carter and the equally great Brian Windhorst. They will join us next. We're rolling on and you're watching Get Up on ESPN.
6: Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All
0: right, we're back on Get Up, and as you have most likely heard by now, Tom Brady retired yesterday. And what can you say? Uh, He's the NFL's all-time leader in passing yards, over 89,000 of them, 74,000 of that coming as a New England Patriot. He won three regular season MVPs during his time in New England. The last one came when he was 40 years old, the oldest player to win MVP in any of the major sports in this country. And, of course, when it comes to the Super Bowl, Brady, without rival, seven Super Bowl rings are more than any player, more than any franchise in professional football since the inception of the Super Bowl. So there you go. And we've got a fascinating perspective this morning. D. Wood, we had a chance to chat with you about it a little yesterday. Bart, I've not had a chance to talk to you, and you were one of his arch rivals uh, during your years, both in Baltimore and with the Jets. What is your favorite Tom Brady memory?
2: Well, Monday night football, we finally put the band back together. We had a disappointing year. This is the year that they went undefeated, mm-hmm. and we were doing our thing. This is the Baltimore Ravens, and all we have to do is stop Tom Brady from going 90 yards. 90 yards. And this is the frustration. sick oh. of this! <laughs> Every time I think I got him, he's like Michael Myers. You think he's dead, and he wakes up, and he ends up and does, makes all the plays. That was the frustrating thing about playing Tom Brady. You think that you're having him to play. A, he can be having a, a bad game. He can have a bad game, and when the, when the, when the chips are all on the line, he finds a way to win. And it's frustrating. Remind me of
0: the circuit. You guys got called for a defensive penalty. We, we, Where yeah, are we, you throwing the flag is what I'm
2: asking you. Uh, yeah, uh, Tom Brady, like, well, they, they got four, four penalties called on us on fourth down. Oh. So they completed four fourth downs. And I was just tired of the ref making it up. So I was like, you know what? I don't care about the flag. Yeah. I threw it about I chucked about 20 rolls, cost me about 30 <laughs> grand, yeah. but it built great. 15 yards. <laughs> the frustration. <laughs> hey, well, the Orioles wanted to give me a tryout. <laughs> because they had the so good arm good. there.
0: Yeah. yeah, in more recent years, they but could have used you. That's yeah. the frustration,
2: though. Tom Brady always found a way. I can never. I can only think of about a few times in history where he came up short. Yeah. And, and two of them was in the Super Bowl against you know, the Giants. But he was a guy that you can always rely on to make the right play at the right time. He was so clutch and he was always able to operate in chaos when things and the Mm. chips were on the line the most.
0: His third Super Bowl defeat is one of the great quarterbacking performances in Super Bowl history. He threw for 500 yards. His team Mm. didn't punt, and they lost Mm. to the Eagles. Of course, you were his teammate, and you were talking yesterday about being there right at the beginning. You were actually in New England
1: when they drafted him. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I I saw the whole process from from the beginning. Before before we talk about him as the GOAT and all that type of stuff, I knew Tom when he was a fourth-string quarterback. That methodically worked this way up the up the you know up the depth chart, and obviously get behind uh, Drew Bledsoe, and obviously we know the story behind that with Mo Lewis, and and Tom Brady comes in. But I always you know you know people ask me well, what made Tom so special. It's easy to go to on the field you know theatrics and all that type of stuff. It's really off the field. It's the relationship aspect of Tom Brady. The, the, the time we spent together off the field doing things. I, I you know, talk about the, you know, the, the times that he came out, went out with the offensive line, and you know, we hung together, we drank together. He would outdrink everybody. The, huh. You know, just the competitive nature. But you know, those are the things that that, that Tom Brady did, and, and and it actually when you had those type of relationships off the field. They carry over on the field and make you that much closer to teammate. Heard so much of that yesterday,
3: Dan. A thought? Yeah, I think what he did in Tampa speaks to that, too, right? Because mm-hmm. think about that. Like, like Brady's story lasted so long, it, it got old for a lot of people. So we really don't, I don't, I don't think, appreciate it yeah. the way we. What he did in Tampa, going there in, in 2020 when there's no offseason, when there's right, a pandemic, the a bunch of people he never saw before. And he changed that building. And you could see, even in those, like after they won the Super Bowl, like the way he's looking at his guys, like they're his guys. He just met these guys, right? And yet he connected with them on that level, and it resulted in winning the Super Bowl That's his right. first year in a new place yes. after 20 years. I just don't think that I, I. I know people appreciate it. I know people were amazed by it. I think in history that'll stand out as one of the all-time accomplishments. Super quick. This
2: is the greatest example of what's built lasts longer than what's born. He wasn't born with great athleticism, great arm talent. (laughs) He is a guy that methodically worked himself to the Mm -hmm. top and stayed up there. Out of all the great athletes, Serena Williams, LeBron James, He's the only one that wasn't a special athlete. He's yeah. a guy that won with his mind, his will. Absolutely. I mean,
0: what, what is not debatable is that he is the most accomplished football player that ever lived. You can debate a lot of things. You can't debate that. But by the way, he played 23 seasons in the NFL, which is, of course, a long time. It isn't actually the most in NFL history. George Blanda, who was primarily a kicker for many of those years, actually played the longest with 26. You see, Nolan Ryan played 27 years. And Vince Carter oh. played 22 years mm. in the NFL. Oh, that guy. And I just happened to have Vince Carter standing by, and Vince is with us today, and he is also a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, <laughs> so you got to watch Brady lead your team to a championship. Before we get to the hoops, yeah. I think we'd be, be a, give us a quick thought on Tom Brady retiring yesterday as, as one well, who played well into your 40s as well.
4: Two things that I heard that Bart mentioned and Dan talked about what Tom Brady did in 2020 when he came over And Bart, you mentioned him throwing in the park. Remember when he was throwing in the park, he got kicked out of a couple of them Mm -hmm. because of COVID. And that just showed his dedication to his team. And like he said, regardless, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. I'm going to do whatever it takes to change this building. I'm going to show what it means to be a professional, how to win. And he did that and it was great to see. Unfortunately, I got to see his last game that wasn't great either. But I tell you what, playing that long and, and, and watching that video I felt that because I, you, you know when you know, and we talk about how he he retired the first time, but you can just sense like it not I don't want to say genuine, but it's hesitation, and I went through that. You know, I for a long time I said. You know, this is my last year, but I couldn't say retirement until the great Kobe Bryant. We had a great uh, conversation. And when you know, you know. And, you know, it was just great to see. I wasn't a Tom Brady fan uh, coming in. Obviously, he was in New Orleans. I've always been a Tampa fan. But you appreciate watching greatness when it's in front of you.
0: Absolutely. And, and look, I mean, only a very select few get to go out on their own terms, and he got to do that. All right, Vince, let's talk some basketball. Let me run yes. the floor through the things that happened last night. Dame time in Memphis last night. Damian Lillard and the Blazers pulled away late and beat the Grizzlies by 10. Lillard had 42 points, 10 assists. He scored at least 40 points in six of his last 11 games. Meanwhile, in Philly, two days after losing to Orlando, the Sixers got their revenge. Joel Embiid had 28. James Harden nearly a triple-double. Philly beat the Magic by 11. They've won, the Sixers have, 21 of their last 26. In Boston, the Celtics just obliterated Brooklyn. They hit their first eight threes, took a 30-point lead just nine minutes into the game, and they just ran away, Boston winning ultimately by 43 points. So the Nets, they're now 11 games and counting since Kevin Durant got hurt. On the year, he's missed 12 games. They're 5-7 and seven without him since Kyrie Irving came back from suspension. In that same span, when KD does play, Brooklyn has won 83% of their games. And so Vince Carter is with us and Brian Windhorst is with us as well. And, and I think it is a reasonable question to ask a VC. I'll come back to you. When KD does come back, if, if Kyrie continues to play the level he's playing right now, is this a team you could see making a run maybe all the way to the NBA finals?
4: This is a team Greeny, that I think can make a run. I think they're very talented and they hit their stride when they were healthy. Still, I, I still say if KD's not the question. It's Ben Simmons, who to me is the X factor. What Ben Simmons will you get? Will you get the aggressive Ben Simmons, which I think when I use the word or the term aggressive, meaning just getting downhill, putting pressure on the defense, making someone guard him, whether he's attacking the rim, then finding guys. Because I think otherwise they're very capable. When they were hitting their stride before KD went down, the machine was well-oiled. He's had shooters. The forward spread. And, yes, Ben Simmons was your whatever, backup five, but you made it work. And then there's times when Ben just was not aggressive. So he has to remain uh, aggressive because when you get in the playoffs, you know you're going to find that guy that you're going to ha- make beat you. Ben Simmons will be that guy. And then, Wendy, I mean, the early part of this season
0: and and candidly, pretty much his entire tenure in Brooklyn for Kyrie Irving has been so controversial and so much drama. The last several months, particularly since KD got hurt, he has played great. Where are we with that now? Is this a guy who we could see now being in Brooklyn long term? How does that situation play out?
5: Well, he wants to be in Brooklyn long term, Greeny. His agent recently came out, went on the record and said he's ready to sign an extension right now. Let's do it. The Nets, however, are not ready. And the reason is because since he came back from that suspension, which was really his last chance, he has been no drama off the court and active on the court. He's only missed three games in the last two and a half months. That wasn't what we've seen from Kyrie before. People are all really impressed with him, but in all honesty, his stats are almost exactly the same as they were a year ago. He's a great player. And the Nets are getting the Kyrie Irving that they've always wanted when he doesn't have security about his future. He is absolutely focused on just being a basketball player right now. So there, I don't think there's any motivation from the Nets to take that pressure off of the plate when they're getting the Kyrie Irving they want. I do think that there will be teams, including the Nets, interested in signing Kyrie this summer. But I think the idea of a long-term contract is a hard sell for him to anybody right now.
0: That's fair. All right, so we'll see where they wind up going. Meanwhile, quickly, we just talked about Tom Brady and longevity. Vince, again, as one who played into your 40s, seeing what LeBron James is doing on the precipice of making history and breaking the all-time scoring record, he's playing at a first-team All-NBA level at the age of 38. Just a thought from you on what we are seeing right now from one of the true all-time greats.
4: And greedy, we also also have to add at as a MVP at an MVP level as well. Mm-hmm. He's playing that well. And, and it's just amazing, you know. I think of hitting like my at 38 and then into like 40, 43. It's tough to get your body ready to play each and every night. For me. And I had some nagging injuries. This guy is a well-oiled machine, they've been playing great basketball, has done wonders with his body and it's something that should be talked about and young guys should pay attention to uh, and it's just amazing not only is he just lasting in the league he is dominating
0: for sure in the meantime though his team is in 13th place in the west but they're a decent week away from maybe vaulting up into five or six wendy is there a trade they could make that would be difference making for lebron's lakers
5: All eyes right now are on the Toronto Raptors. They're in the middle of a very difficult West Coast trip. They have lost another game last night in Utah. If the Raptors are willing to make some players available in the next few days, primarily Fred Van Vliet or OG Ananobi, there's going to be a frenzy towards interest in those (coughs) types of players. However, it's not clear whether the Lakers could win an auction. It's also not clear whether the Raptors would prioritize draft picks or that they would want young players in return. If they prioritize draft picks, the Lakers could be in there on a player like Fred Van Vliet.
0: That Fred Van Vliet is a name that we're hearing a lot right now. That's someone who does feel like he'd make a difference. Both of you guys stay close by. Much more basketball as our show continues today. But we'll go back to the NFL next. Cowboys ended their season with a bunch of mistakes, but are they on the verge of making their biggest mistake yet? We'll explain right off the top of the hour. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.